0: Hey there, it's read-along story time with... Toya, Bryson, Bryson, and and Mommy, and Daddy. Hi. And today we're reading a story called I Am Helen Keller. This is one of our summer reading books for Bryson's school before he goes in to first grade. It's by Brad Meltzer, illustrated by Christopher Eliopoulos. What is your voice? It's the person that drew the pictures. Mm. I am Helen Mm. Keller. Mm. When I was little, I was just like you. I loved to play, I loved my dog, and I loved seeing all the bright, beautiful flowers. I also loved copying people. At six months old, I could already say, how do you, how do you yourself? T tea, tea, tea. Did she just ask for tea? How'd she do that? What can I say? There's no stopping her. On the day I turned one, I started walking. Oh, and there was another word I always loved wah, wah. Here's your water, the mommy Mama, says. Here's your water, mommy just like any says. other kid, right? But there's one thing that made me different. When I was 19 months old, so not even two years old yet, I got very sick. The doctor said that I was not going to live. I did live, mommy. but the sickness made me blind and deaf. Do you know what blind is? No. Blind is where you can't see, and deaf is where you cannot hear. So you, she couldn't see or hear. And She was only two years old. She couldn't see or hear. She wasn't even two. Wasn't even two, right. This is how I see the world. How does she see the world? Black. Black. She doesn't see anything. Close your eyes and block your ears. I couldn't see anything or hear anything. That's right. Nothing. So close your eyes and block your ears. And that's what her life was like. I know it seems scary. It was scary for me too. Back then, people didn't know how to deal with someone who was deaf and blind. My relatives thought I was a monster. And so here's a picture of everybody at the dinner table and someone saying, you see the way she behaves? She put her hand in my plate. She ate my food. Wah, 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 wah. She's trying to find her water, mom said. She's so poorly behaved, she shouldn't be here, someone said. She threw the silverware, too. Could you imagine if you couldn't see or hear and you were younger than Victoria is now? How would you be trying to eat? Probably all over the place, right? Yeah. They were right. I was not well behaved. I was extremely frustrated. In my dark world, I couldn't tell if anyone noticed me or even cared about me. I couldn't see or hear what I was doing. But by the time I was five, I'd figured out some small ways to communicate. To say yes, I nodded my head. For no, I shook it from side to side. To say father, I motioned to put on his glasses. For mother, I rested my hand on my face. For my baby sister, I did this. Looks like she's sucking her thumb. And when I'd shiver like I was cold, it really meant, Helen wants ice cream. Shiver, shiver, shiver. That would mean that she wanted ice cream. Because she could. She didn't know how to talk. Because if you can't hear, you don't learn the words that people are saying. So you don't know <coughs> what the words are. Right? You don't know how to say daddy and mommy and baby sister or ice cream. You just know certain ways to indicate it but even with those signs i couldn't get my dog bell to play with me i didn't know how to speak so i couldn't call to her i just wanted to play with my dog the saddest part was i got used to a dark and silent world people told my parents to give up on me that i'd never be good at anything they didn't listen though after reading about another blind and deaf girl my parents found something that they hadn't had since I had gotten sick. Hope. And here's a picture of the mom and dad talking and the mom is saying, this says there are places that teach deaf and blind children. That's what she needs. She needs a teacher. We all do. Everyone needs a teacher. Still, I had no idea what the world was about to bring me. I never had more... I never had a more important day. I was six years old From the way my mother was hurrying, I knew something was big was coming. I sit on the porch waiting, feeling the sun on my face. So she can feel, right? But she didn't know what the sun looks like. She didn't know what color the sun is. She doesn't even know that the sun is called the sun. She just knew that it was bright and hot on her face. Someone approached. I could feel footsteps. I reached out thinking it was my mother, and she pulled me into her arms. Her name was Anne Sullivan. She's the teacher who changed my life. In one of her first lessons, she gave me a toy doll. After letting me play with it, she spelled the word D O L L doll into the palm of my hand. D O L L. Can you feel the letters? D O L L. I could feel them, but I didn't know what letters or words were or how they worked. It didn't stop Miss Sullivan. One day we were arguing as she was trying to teach me the words mug and water. I got so upset I took my new doll and smashed it on the ground. I got angry a lot back then. It was so hard for me. I was so frustrated. But she couldn't say how she felt. She didn't see anybody or hear anybody. She couldn't communicate how she felt. Never losing her patience, my teacher took me outside. At a nearby spout, she put my hand under the running water. In my other hand, she spelled the word W-A-T-E-R for water. Then she spelled it again, W-A-T-E-R, and again, and again, and again, and again. again. W-A-T-E-R, 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 W-A-T-E-R. You understand, don't you? You understand. I understood. From there I realized that everything had a name. Every object I touched seemed to burst to life. Mother, lamp, table, father, sister, dog, teacher. And now when I wrote words in my teacher's hand, I had someone who could understand me. When you're learning something new, it is often very hard. I started with words. My vocabulary grew fast. Eventually, I learned the meaning of the word love. I had given my teacher some flowers, so she spelled into my hand, I love Helen. And I said, what is love? Confused, I asked her, what's love? It is here, she spelled, while tapping at my heart. I was still confused. It was hard to understand something I could not touch. It made no sense. Why couldn't my teacher show me love? But then she explained, you can't touch clouds, but you can feel rain and know how happy flowers are to get watered. That is how love is. You can't touch love, but you can feel how happy it makes you. There, in that moment, my whole world changed. It was as if there were invisible lines that stretched between me and everyone else in life. Close your eyes. You can feel it, too. Your connection to your family and friends. Good, closing your eyes. Still... Life was never easy. Without sight, I couldn't see people's faces. Without sound, I couldn't hear their voices. But one of my greatest breakthroughs <coughs> that I learned to do what you're doing right now, reading. Read without eyes? How's she going to do that? There's a little kid that says that. And then the teacher says, you'll read with your fingers. On this cardboard, you'll feel raised dots. The dots make letters. The letters make words. This is the word for doll. doll. To practice, I would match each word with its object and make sentences. This was my favorite game. We played it for hours. See if you can find the sentence, girl is in wardrobe. There's a lot of different words. Here is doll is on bed. Here is dog is smelly. Teacher is proud. Book is falling, sister is pooping, flowers on desk, girl is in wardrobe. Now, let me see. See? No way. See it? That's okay. I got it. It won't fall. Up the baby Uh pooping. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, the baby's pooping. From there, I started reading real books, just like you. The only difference was my books were in Braille, which is a series of raised dots that you read with your fingers. Go ahead and try. Move your pointer finger over the dots below. Here, you can see it. Move your pointer finger over the dots. Now it's feel? my turn. Put on, Victoria. You're next. You feel it? Yeah. You can feel the dots, too. Feel how they're raised up a little bit? Yeah. That's how she had to learn to read. At first, it just feels bumpy, right? You'll get used to it. These dots spell my name, Helen. Helen. Want to read your name in Braille? Here's the alphabet. Run your pointer finger over the letters. Now close your eyes. So let's I try. I want to do Kay. it. Okay. Now you're reading just like me. To make reading even more fun, my teacher took me outside. She knew I loved feeling the sun on my face and smelling the pine needles. I read my book so many times, I wore down the raised dots. There were the Arabian Nights, Robinson Crusoe, and one of my favorites, Little Women. In those pages, I met brave boys and girls who could hear and see. I am not afraid of storms, for I am learning how to sail my ship, she said from her book. One of Miss Sullivan's best lessons came when she showed me how plants grow. Feel these buds? Some buds open fast. Others open slowly. A flower can only bloom if it is watered. Bloom, bloom. Bloom. When I was nine years old, I wanted to learn how to speak. Even Miss Sullivan was worried about teaching me. She thought I'd get frustrated, but nothing would stop me now. To help me, Miss Sullivan took me to a teacher named Sarah Fuller, who would put my hand to her face and let me feel her tongue and lips as she made each sound. Yes, Helen. Feel each sound, like the vibrating strings on a piano. In an hour, I learned the letters M, P, A, S, T, and I. So she was learning to talk even though she had never heard anyone talk before because she couldn't hear No. Now I could call my dog and she would come to me. At my seventh lesson, I spoke this sentence, the one sentence that I would repeat over and over. I am not dumb now. Dumb? Not dumb. She's saying I'm not dumb. As I got older, I didn't just learn to speak English. I learned French and German. For college, I wanted to go to Radcliffe at Harvard University. And here's her, parents, here's her mom and her talking to this like, counselor, like a teacher. Maybe she should wait another year. Deaf and blind people don't go to college. And she's sitting there with a little Radcliffe sign saying, I'm going. And the mom says, I wouldn't argue. There's no stopping her. At Harvard, most of my books weren't available in Braille, so Miss Sullivan spelled out many of the textbooks in my hand. That's how much I loved learning, and that's how patient and selfless Miss Sullivan was. What I do? I became the first deaf and blind person to earn a college degree. I would not be the last. As I grew older, I wrote 14 books and visited 39 countries. But the most important thing I did was to make sure that other people with disabilities could get the same education I had. Here's a whole bunch of people, and they're all saying, My family had the money to hire a private teacher but not everyone is that lucky. There she is. She sounds so strong. She said we need to give every person an equal chance. That was only the beginning. I didn't just help the deaf and blind. I started fighting for social change, to help women vote, to help the poor survive, and to help people who needed it most. Here's people talking about her and they're saying she was one of the earliest supporters of the ACLU to fight for free speech. She was also a sort of supporter of the NAACP to help black people get equal rights as well. She met every president from, gro- president from Grover Cleveland to Lyndon Johnson. But let's be honest, they met her. No. Today, the American Foundation for the Blind and Helen Keller. Keller International continued to help the blind and the hungry. In my life, they said I was different. They said I'd never be normal. But the truth is, there's no such thing as a normal life. Every one of us is like a flower that must be watered. Every one of us is full of potential. And every one of us can overcome obstacles. Look at me. Hear my words. I may not be able to see, but I have a vision. I may not be able to hear, but I have a voice not only did she learn to read and write, but she was able to write books and learn other languages. How did she write books? In Braille, she would write them. Think of your life as a hill that must be climbed. There's no correct path to get to the top. We all zigzag in our own ways. At some point, you'll slip, you'll fall, you'll tumble back down again. But if you get back up and keep climbing, I promise you you will reach the top don't let anything hold you back our lives are what we make of them there will always be obstacles but there will always be ways around them i am helen keller and i won't let anything stop me and here is a timeline of her life and the different things that she did says oh one last thing go say thank you to that teacher who helped you when you needed it most and here's pictures of her when she was really alive. So instead of looking at the cartoon, you can see the pictures. of. This is the first time she smelled the flower. This is her with her teacher, Ann Sullivan. This is her with her Boston Terrier dog. What was that? that is Helen hearing Eleanor Roosevelt by touching her moving lips. Eleanor Roosevelt was the wife of uh, one of the presidents back then. <coughs> Okay, well, th- so what do-, what do you think it would be like to be Helen Keller, to not be able to see or hear?
1: Would, not good. Not
0: good. It would be really difficult. But she overcame all of that, and she learned numerous languages. She learned French and German. She wrote books. She learned how to read and write. So she, she really shows you that you can do anything you put your mind to, right? Yeah. Okay. When Daddy was your age he watched a movie about helen keller in school there's a movie about her maybe we could find it who knows all right well thanks for joining us thanks for joining us bye bye